0: can't get enough of the fan in the morning Shown up because this is nothing like that it's Working. alan and jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show very
1: sexy robot
0: hey look at that pig shenanigans naked yoga
1: my mother had a bad experience
0: with these ghosts let's hump the fence it's alan jerry's post game podcast uh, coming to you from the arctic on this monday we do a podcast we call it the alaskan post game podcast what up Good morning, Jerry. Uh, Now, in the warm
1: up show, which comes after the post game, now a lot of people ask me throughout the year, they'll go, why does the, if the warm up show is done first, time wise, then why is it second in the podcast? And I say to those people, because the post game podcast was a thing before the warm up show was a thing. So for those people that just like the post game podcast, I like to put it first. Makes sense. And then if you like that and you want to stick around for the warm-up show, then it's tacked on to this recording. Right on. Now, in the warm-up show, which comes after the post-game podcast, you mentioned that you had a dream that you wanted to share with the
0: audience. This is how I woke up this morning. All right. And what's fascinating to me is that I, I, I remember, not vividly where I remember everything, but I remember little bits and pieces of it. And I don't understand a whole lot. All I know is this was the dream. Torpedo goes into the lake. I see the torpedo coming towards me. You're in a boat on a lake? That's what's weird. Okay. To where I jump on the hood of my car, which for whatever reason is floating in the lake. Mm -hmm. Torpedo explodes. Car gets shot up into the air. Back down into the lake. And I've got severe burns. Down my entire arm to where a military captain then says to me, if you were in the water, you would have been burned alive. Your car saved you. Is that right? And I woke up. What do you think that means? I have no idea. I don't know what that means. Think about that, though. A torpedo, a lake, my car. And, and severe burnings. Weird. Yeah, that, that would disturb me. It was. But I was okay. I just had some minor burning on my... And I remember my left hand as I showed it to the military captain, whatever rank he was and whatever outfit he was from.
1: Let me ask you this. When you drove in today, were you a little more careful knowing that you had a dream about a car? No, because I
0: I didn't think about it until we sat down. For whatever reason, it hit me when we were in here.
1: Dreams are very odd. We don't know what they mean, if they mean anything. Right. There are people that will tell you, because Gina always says this to me, that you are... That you represent every person in your dream. Okay. So you were you, you were the military captain, and, and anybody else. I was the else, guy trying to kill me, and you were the guy trying to kill you as well.
0: So weird. Yeah, very strange. So yeah, I thought that was uh, interesting to share. I would like know, to what s- it means.
1: See that um, a cartoon version of yeah. you getting torpedoed <laughs> flying in and the that air on top of, of the thing. roof yeah. of a car. <laughs> I would like to see that, Jerry. Are you familiar with this? Uh, the most streamed show ever. That I'm reading is currently on... I it was Friends, not Friends. No. There's a new champion,
0: Jerry, something called Squid Game. No, except I have seen people say on social media that they're going to watch it or they right. have appointment TV for it. I don't know what it Correct.
1: is. Correct. I didn't know what it is either. I've tried looking it up to figure out what it is, and I found uh, a Fox News... I think it was Fox News article about it explaining okay. what it is. And it... Uh, First of all, I didn't know if it was a reality show or it was a scripted show. Right. It appears to be a scripted show. Okay. It's a South Korean show, which means it's it's in... I believe it was it's originally done with South Korean voices. Mm-hmm. It's been overdubbed with American voices. Okay. And then you could also do subtitles. closed captioning subtitles. Okay. But here's what Squid Game is. The plot focuses on a group of 456 people. From all walks of life, each of them has one thing in common. They are all in dire financial situations. So all these contestants. They are all invited to participate in a series of children's games, such as Red Light, Green Light, in the hopes of winning a massive cash prize. However, it quickly becomes apparent that the consequences for losing any of these kids' games is a brutal and untimely death Many have compared the nine episode series to the Hunger Games and Black Mirror, and due in large part to its commentary on the economic inequality that ravages the world.
0: This is the most streamed show? Yeah. And it's scripted, not real.
1: It's scripted, not real.
0: Not interested. Me neither. I mean, not even close to interested.
1: Me neither. But and they said it well, this is the other interesting thing that I read, that it was all I found this also in the same article. That uh, most of the world, like Netflix, is more popular around the world than it is in the United States. Wow! So Look imagine how
0: popular it is here. Correct. And so, this is a Netflix thing.
1: This is a Netflix uh, series, or, or it was a no, it was a a uh, South Korean series that is now on Netflix. Got it. And that it was began getting popular around the world, and now it's getting popular here in America. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not interested. I'll pass. I see Kevin over at the uh, bar stool. Right, that's where I it. saw. He's him. really into it. I, I can't imagine. It's got too many things. I'm. I get very confused when I. I have a hard time watching things that are overdubbed in English. Sure. And I have a hard time reading things
0: with the subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I Gina's have-
1: one of these people now, and there's a bunch of them now that always have the subtitles on. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't, I can deal with like it. Like even for, not like, my if, favorite. She, if she was watching Friends, she would have the oh, subtitles on. No, I don't want that. It's dist- I find it distracting. Because I'm reading instead of
0: watching with yeah. the filmmaker or you television. Miss de- you definitely miss details. You miss details. Yeah. 100%. I can't miss details, Jerry. I don't want to miss details. Me neither. I want to. You see this, you mentioned Friends. You see the picture of Matthew Perry last yeah, week? Yeah, he does not look good. He looks. He looks like he's close to death. Yeah, he does. He looks terrible. Really sad. Yeah. And I knew he looked bad on that Friends uh, special. I didn't see it. I know my wife saw it and my son watched it. But at least it. they were able to put makeup on him. And, and even then, he didn't look great. Dress him this up. looks like a different person. Yeah,
1: he's he's something going on.
0: Something going on right now. It Looks Jerry. like addiction is what it looks like. Yes, sadly. for sure.
1: For sure. Not good. So that's Squid Game, Jerry. If you're interested. Squid you know, I'm game. not. I'm not. You I'm are good. not interested. I am All right. not. I got a couple of uh, items here that I screen grabbed. Uh, people sent us uh, looking for life advice. Okay.
0: By Here's the way, a- co- one of... I don't want to say his name. One of the guys that uh, has asked for some advice just bought a calendar. Is that right? Yeah, because Boomer plugged the uh, email address, which is nice. not in my mind, but... That was nice. Oh, what sorry. is the email address, Jerry? It is no. It is recosportsllc at gmail.com.
1: recosportsllc at gmail.com. You email that there, and then if you want to, And calendar, then I send you, you the information. You'll
0: get correct. it.
1: So a guy wrote to me and just said, uh, I received this letter today from my son's school. Figured maybe this could be discussed on the podcast. My son is five, so it doesn't really apply to me, but maybe Jerry has heard of this since his kids are older and in school. Okay. And the letter was sent home to parents. It says, uh, dear parents, you may be aware that on the social network service TikTok, there are several school-based challenges for
0: students. Yeah. Have you heard of this? I've heard of the TikTok challenges that happen.
1: Below, please find the TikTok challenge themes for each month. Note the language below is not mine. It is the exact language many students are exposed to on TikTok. September was vandalized school bathrooms. Now I heard of a school where the bathrooms were vandalized. October is smack a staff member.
0: So what's the what? What are we? What's the advice? So, I guess the the advice is just uh, let's see. I mean, all I can tell you is because things like this have popped up from time to time, and when you get wind of it, we certainly tell our kids like, don't be a moron, right? Like, so my son's going to be seventeen. And from the time he was probably four or whenever he started going to friend's house, I would say four is probably when my wife was, was comfortable with another mom where he she would leave him for a couple of hours or whatever. My advice was always for the last 13 years, don't do anything stupid.
1: Right. Honestly,
0: like, you know, be responsible, be mature, don't do anything stupid. Like I dropped him off the other night at friend's house. I mean, again, he's almost 17. So you're getting really at the age of God knows what. And it's always... Don't be an idiot. Don't do anything stupid. Think twice, please. And I always tell him, like, you know, what you do is going to be a reflection of me now, too. And he knows that, I hope. But we would tell them, like, this thing is trending. Don't be stupid. Like, you know, I, that's all you can do is sit down and talk to them. And this is where, and again, I'm not trying to make another quote. I'm pl- Please. This is where the whole trust factor is such shitty um, stuff. It's such bull stuff like i know of kids that do really stupid things and it's like do you go tell the parents what do you say then you try and tell the parents or have a conversation with them and the parents have their heads so far up their own ass and they're like no nah, you got that wrong not my son okay i got it but you know what the whole you it's hope you you teach your children as best you can and you hope like hell that they've listened to you and they're going to do the right thing well, I'm sure you didn't always do the right thing growing right. up, and I'm sure your mom and dad were home there trusting. Oh, little Albert, he's fine. Meantime, you're sitting there creating your own Playboy subscription, right? And I'm sure they trusted you weren't looking at boobs and vagina, but there <laughs> you are. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, that's the yep. So that's why
1: trust is such a load of crap. It's hope. So I guess that's what they're trying to do is to send the letter home just to say have a conversation. Yeah. And you're right, that's a good way to do it. Say, hey, I see this is going
0: around. Don't get caught up in this I hope you're not stupid enough to do it. But if you are, please think twice. This is a bad idea. Yeah, this is a terrible idea. All you can do is give them the information and hope they take it. Right. All
1: right, let's see, Jerry. Uh, We have uh, another uh, uh, question of uh, life advice. Yeah. Well, it says I have a lifetime question. You can say Ryan from Manhattan. I was up rye. I'm engaged in getting married next year in Italy. My, fian- my fiance's family is from there, and she wanted to get married there. Not to not disclose too much. Extended family's opinions are differing from ours. How <laughs> would you approach the situation? Um, e- extended family meaning stepmom and dad. Yeah, leave. Who are contributing and giving some money?
0: <laughs> Tell them to go f themselves and go live your life. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a tough one because. Mm. You're asking them to go abroad for a wedding. Here's how I would do it: I would have a, another wedding here. I like that idea. Doesn't That's have a great to idea. be. Doesn't have to be one of these hundred thousand dollar weddings. I would do Party. a wedding celebration. Yes, here for family on the mainland. I like that because otherwise, it is. It's too much of an ass. And you can't take offense if somebody doesn't come to your wedding. I, of course not. In Italy, I agree. I mean, you, I had a friend of mine. I'll never forget. He got married in, um, not Aruba. God damn it. Uh, Cancun. Destination wedding. They yeah. Call those. And there were, um, we couldn't wait to go. We were all in, but there were a few friends that they couldn't either afford it or they had a newborn. They weren't comfortable leaving the baby. And I remember he wasn't, he wasn't, um, mad or anything. He was disappointed, but he understood. I don't know about his wife. I have no idea. It is what it is. If you're going to get married somewhere, that's a plane flight, uh, uh, a flight away, Yep, not everyone's making it. And not, you just got to deal with that. Right. Not everyone's
1: going to be able to come to it.
0: But I do think it would be cool to have a have a celebration here in New York. Yes. And invite me and Al. That's we'll, a great idea. And if it's in New Jersey, <laughs> specifically Bradley
1: Beach, I'll probably show up. <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this person's name. Let's then say. don't. All right. I won't say, although it's a very, someone who writes to us quite a bit. Okay. Wink, wink. Here's a personal question for the podcast. This is very similar to the one we just read, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the pod, not about significant others, about family members and weddings. I was invited to my cousin's wedding in April. My cousin was in my wedding in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is getting married in Malta. Oh God! Where the hell is that? In April, over Easter weekend, which is a 22-hour travel day. Holy Jesus! Since there is no direct flight. Not only do I have no interest in going to Malta, it's going to cost me $2,200 to get there and stay for four days. Yeah. And I would have to have a layover in, is- in Istanbul. Istanbul. Oh,
0: my God.
1: What do you and Jerry think is the respectful way to turn down a close family member's wedding that's really banking on everyone coming, which I don't think many people can
0: afford? A reply that says, thank you, but we cannot attend. Here's my check and my gift. Right. Uh, that. It, it, You know, you're talking about someone not wanting to go to Italy or Cancun. Right. Could you imagine inviting people to Malta? (laughs) How many people first have to go? I'm right here. Where the hell is Malta? I don't know where Malta is. I'm
1: going to Google it right now. He also writes, can you imagine what a layover in Istanbul is like? No. Well,
0: at the airport, yeah, I guess. uh, I don't even know where Istanbul is. Is that in Turkey? Um, I think, Oh, Let's see. Let me find Malta first. All right. You look for Malta first, Jerry. All right. So Malta is south of Sicily. Oh, is that so it? It's in, in Italy. Italy. Oh, Malta I didn't know that. is? I yeah. would never have guessed that. All right. So that's not so bad. But why has he got to stop in Istanbul? Can't you take a direct flight to Italy? He says it doesn't go direct. That's not true. You've been there. You take direct flights to Italy. Yeah. All right. Istanbul. I have been to Italy. Like you go to Rome. Right. Right. Istanbul is by. I mean, I don't even know where this is. What is this? It's by Cortese Gebsby. I don't, it's Turkey. Yes, it is Turkey. Istanbul is. Yeah.
1: So I knew Istanbul was in Turkey, but
0: I didn't know Malta was in uh, Italy. How to fly to Malta from from New? <laughs> how to fly from Malta from the U.S. Malta? I'm sure, it's in Italy. Malta. Is that true? Well, who All said right. it was the quickest Italy's- way to reach Malta is by plane? Yeah, because jogging wouldn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, well, that would never. Get uh, there travelers coming directly from the U.S. need to connect to Malta from a larger European city like Paris or Rome. All right, so you'd go to Rome? Why would you go to Istanbul? I don't know. Air Malta. Yeah, I'm not getting on that. <laughs> I mean, eat it. You're not getting on Air Malta, Jerry? You know what's so weird about that is we were contemplating going to California if I could get the Cowboy game off for Thanksgiving, just for like three days, see family. Um, I'm like, the best flight is like Air Alaska. I'm sure it's fine. I'm not getting on that either. I, I went. I know you did. I flew I'm to not. Alaska. It was terrific. I'm sure it was. I'm not. You, I'm sure as hell not getting on. What was it? Air, Air Malta. Malta. No, thanks. Did you see the Spirit Airlines plane that caught fire the other day? No. It hit a bird as it was about to take off. It's a good thing he didn't take off, though. He recognized it. He recognized he hit a bird? Yes. These and there birds. was a fire. They got everybody off the plane.
1: These birds got to get out the way. It's uh, a big plane coming. You are a big the, bird coming. The sky is big. Move. You're right. You got plenty of room. Here's uh, one more relationship question, Jerry, for you. And again, if you want your relationship or life questions answered by Jerry and I, you can uh, direct message me on Twitter or on Instagram. And okay. I screen grab it. Back in and the then day, I... it was
0: two live crew. Now it's two live boobs. <laughs> two live
1: boobs, Jerry. <laughs> hey, I have a relationship question. Al, I live a similar lifestyle to yourself, except I'm single. I eat just about the same meals every day, very systematic. I start work early, so I'm up early and in bed early. I'm just about 46 years old. I've had relationships in the recent past, but they don't work out because I'm happy living by myself, and I have a system that I don't like diverting too much from.
0: Separated at birth.
1: (laughs) I I go grocery shopping Same time every week. Visit my mom, who lives in Connecticut, regularly. My question is, Al, how do you balance your relationship with your lifestyle? Most of the girls I've met in the past want more of a commitment than I'm comfortable with. Sincerely, Sal from Colonia. (laughs) Searching for my my biological parents. (laughs) This comes from Matthew from Fall River, Massachusetts. Okay. (laughs) Well, Matthew, that's a very good question. What was the question? The I question used? is, how do you bet? Ba- like, he, oh, he likes his alone time. And uh honest answer is don't get married. Right. I hate but to he's say saying, that. even in a relationship, how do you maintain a relationship?
0: Well, but you've proven that you can do that. You, you don't can get do married it. and you live alone. You can do it.
1: You have to find someone who's also very independent. Yep. And I think the older people get that have been in that lifestyle themselves, the, the more they're comfortable with it. Mm hmm. Uh, you could also, when I was uh, working in Tampa many, many, many years ago, my friend Tom, who was a show I produced, he, he used to say to me, you know, Al, you should do what I did, marry a
0: flight attendant. Because they're never home. It's awesome. Yeah. He goes, they're never home. As long as you don't mind what they're doing in these other cities with <laughs> who they're doing it with.
1: <laughs> he said that when they come back, you're all both excited to see each other. Mm. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: And then and with the day she's not. Right. That's a great she point. can't Jerry. wait to get back on that plane. Right. And go to the same city she was just right. in. Right. She's living a life where she's yeah. all over the place. I've always thought married to, you know, a ball player, a, uh, a guy in, in our business that travels a lot. Yeah. A flight attendant. Those have got to be. Re- I know what you're saying. And you're probably right. If I think you're at a point in your life where you don't give an F if they are doing something on the side. I think it's really hard to live that life and be completely faithful.
1: Yeah. Unless somebody's old enough where they've had, a, had it with the lifestyle and they just they're look done. forward to, you know, if you're a flight attendant, you look forward to landing, going to the hotel, relaxing, watching Netflix, right. getting on your flight. If she turns if,
0: out to be the type that she's a party girl when right. she's home, oh, she's a party girl when she's, around, right. when she's out. Or a right. party guy. I mean, same difference. Right. And partying with the pilots. Yeah. Yeah. And the and other flight attendants. It doesn't take much. No. For it to go awry.
1: for a drink at the hotel.
0: Right. Next thing you know, you're up, your legs are in the air, and God knows what's happening. Bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. And that goes for either the guy or the girl. Right. You know, it's, uh, it's, a t- it's a tough one. That is a tough one. Yeah. Not easy. I think the way you've done it is the right way for you to maintain your lifestyle. Right. I've always told you the first three weeks of me and Kim living together were, were eye-opening. It took us like a month to really get used to living with one another. To where I thought 10 days in, I'm like, my God, this is a mess because we just did things differently. Yes. And to this day, it's 30 years later, we still do things differently, but kind of deal with it because it's been so long. I know how she likes things around the house and she knows how, you know, it's what it is. You still have a battle with how you load the dishwasher. We don't because we got a new dishwasher and that took care of that.
1: It proved the winner.
0: It She proved... Well, no. I don't think it's the right way to do it. I'm sorry.
1: You're right. You're both right. It's I, the proper way to load the machine based on the way the machine is built. Correct. And you're right in that you don't want to be taking out forks and knives and spoons by the head. Correct.
0: With your fingers that have the most germs on them. Filthy. Makes no sense. And the part you're putting in your mouth. Correct. Exactly. So, yeah. I, so, I I get it, man. It's... It's tough, especially at at that age. She said he's 46. Yeah. It's, you know, it would be like like you marrying someone now, and then a month later she finds out she had, you know, not that she found out, but her ex-husband took the kids and he don't want them anymore, and all of a sudden you become like a living dad or stepdad that you weren't prepared for. Right. Not easy.
1: Or you find a woman who's divorced who doesn't believe in marriage anymore because she's been burned.
0: I'm sure there's an app for that. Absolutely. And then finally, Jerry... Singlesthathatekids.com. dot com. (laughs) see if that's taken.
1: Uh, When I came in this morning, Jerry, I couldn't help but notice you had many (laughs) plastic cups lined up filled with water at your your desk. And my theory was... (laughs) (laughs) that this this is your new way that you're going to assure that you drink enough water. It's my... That when all the
0: cups are done, then you've had your water for the day. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I came to the realization last night that I think I had one cup of water all weekend. (laughs) I had a lot of Casamigos. I had multiple cups of coffee. I had a couple of Coors Lights. Uh, and I think I had, when I say, no, I had to, to take my vitamins both days. It's the only cups of water I drank. And I've said, like, what am I doing? Like, I know I, I know what I need to do. Right. And yet I just, in the summer, I do it. I, once the winter, once the weather starts to turn, it's like I forget to drink water. So I'm like, you know what? Rather than just bring a bottle and stare at it, I'm going to put out eight cups of water. When did you think of this? Before you Driving arrived? in. Driving in. Were Were driving in, in silence? Because I was going to buy uh no actually i was listening to be between sal and Ten Ten wins i was okay. back and forth i was gonna buy a bottle out of it because i forgot to bring it So i was gonna buy a bottle out of the vending machine and i'm thinking why do that like why don't i line them up because i don't like ice cold water i prefer it room temperature easier to just chug it so i've got like half of a cup left so i've had almost my 64 ounces now before i go home and i feel the energy better so how many cups did you have lined up on your desk today eight eight cups <laughs> eight cups <laughs> okay and I'll do it again tomorrow. And you're almost done. Man, it, it I see it. And I know right. the bottles there. I get it. For whatever reason the water just sitting there, it's just so easy just to grab it, chug it, done.
1: Right. And then when you chug the the plastic cup, then you get rid of it. Well, I put it underneath
0: the next one. Oh, okay.
1: So it, you could see it uh you could see yourself making progress.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so funny because I went to put them on the other side. <laughs> yeah. But that's where I got all the papers and if yeah. one fell over. I didn't want to and I actually thought I'm like, oh, what jackass is going to say something about this? But then, like, yeah, no one comes over here. And then I forgot you walked behind me.
1: Yeah, It was pretty funny. I saw it when I first came in. Then when I delivered you your um, sponsors yes. for your your uh, updates. I so saw one it. day
0: down. Okay. This is my Harry Krishna. Harry Krishna. I got through one day. How many days have you gotten through? My Harry Krishna. Yeah. I've done it twice, <laughs> <laughs> and not in a row. So if I get through tomorrow, I've tied you, right?
1: No, yeah. I like it. I like I like it. We got to do what we got to do. I feel it the same way. Like I woke up with a headache both days on the weekend and it's because I'm not drinking water and right. I'm eat, I'm eat, I'm realizing this. I'm More eating salt. dinner out yeah. which is filled with salt and sodium. Oh. Not drinking the water and waking up with that. And you're
0: having your beer on the weekend. Right. On top of it. Right. It yeah. is. It's such a it's I was reading a lot about water consumption and what it does for the body and the lack of it how yes. it really harms it's really the body. Bad. So I'm really trying to make a concerted effort to get my whatever I got to get in, 64, 72, whatever. I hope it works. Minimum 64 ounces.
1: It looks like it's working for you for one day. Well, one day anyhow. Take it one day at a time. Yeah. Let's do the warm-up program, Jerry. Uh, We'll be back live with the warm-up show tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. on WFAN and on the Odyssey app. And we'll be previewing Yankees, Red Sox, and talking about the Raiders. And the Chargers Monday night game. Plus, more from the Giants and Jets. See if Luis Rojas uh, survives the night. We'll see. Lots of stuff tomorrow at 5. So
0: your official station to talk jets. The fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And it can't suck. suck on a winter Monday. I didn't even let Zach finish. I'm so excited. It's five oh two. What is up? What do you say, Eddie Scizzi? Hey, how are you? And all across from me, he's wearing his Buccaneer, Buccaneer t shirt. He's the front runner, but they did win last night, so you give him props for that. His name is Al Zach Dukes. What's up, man? Good
1: morning, Jerry. It's a lot of sports going on yesterday. I had a whole big sports weekend. You know, I did text you Friday you night telling you I was indeed watching the Yankee game. They yes, lost that. Then I yes, saw the did. Yankees lost Saturday night. Oh, yes, I was like, wow, did. these Yankees are going to screw themselves right out of the playoffs.
0: The Yankees had themselves a hell of a weird couple of days. Yeah, barely won yesterday. Yeah. How about the fact, so because of the football, I couldn't, I wasn't on the Yankees as much as I would have liked to, so I just kept checking the score. Same. I get to it in the 7th inning as the inning's ending and I see they have one hit. I'm like, "One hit? That's it?" But they won the game. All good. And now they get to go to Boston.
1: Jerry, rank the uh give me I'll give you three options. You rank them in order of yeah. uh, the biggest win yesterday. Yankees win one nothing. Yeah. Giants win in overtime, Jets win in overtime.
0: That's a good question. Thank you. you're welcome. Um, Well, let's see. I would have to say the Yankees won because they avoided a game with the Blue Jays, which would have been today had they lost, especially with Toronto blowing out whoever they were playing, Baltimore, whoever it was. So I would say Yankees won. I would say Giants, too, because here's why. Because they were down 21 to 10 in the fourth quarter, not to mention the fact the Saints had that touchdown called back. I'm not going to say a questionable holding call. They probably could have let it go. But the fact that they get that call and then they took full advantage, they were that close to being 0-4. And I think the expectations are higher for the Giants. For the Jets, I think a awesome, fun win But I would rank it third because if they lost, all right, well, the Jets are still, they did some good things. You saw some progress from the quarterback. You could live with the Jet loss a lot more than the other two. That's the only reason why I put them three.
1: Fair enough, Jerry. It was a shocking uh, football Sunday. In a lot of ways. ways. In a lot of ways. First of all, I could not, I put only uh, the Red Zone channel on because the Giants and Jets were both on at one.
0: At the same time, sure. I said,
1: I'm going to watch just the Red Zone channel and then... When the 4 o'clock game starts, I'm going to go back and watch in fast-forward the Jets and the Giants separately. Via the Red Zone Channel only, Jerry, I had no feel for that Giant game. Yeah, very difficult. Zero feel. I had a feel for the Jet game, and then when the Jet game went to overtime, I flipped over to just the Jet game because all the other 1 o'clock games were over at that point. So it was very hard to get a feel. That's the one problem with Red Zone Channel. I agree.
0: There are some games where it's very hard to get a feel for the game. It's like what I've said to you many times. You come in here feeling like you know a lot about everything yeah. or a little of everything, but not a lot about anything. Correct. Uh, and so that was what I what I found. But
1: uh, I was really rooting for Zach Wilson yesterday. Yeah, I hear you. I was really feeling it when he threw those, those uh, two bombs, Jerry, of uh, over 50 yards each, especially the touchdown bomb where he – he uh, motioned for Corey Davis to go deep. Yes, that looked like me, Jerry, when I was playing uh, in the street two-hand touch. When I would direct my receivers, uh, you know, during the game, I'm directing receivers where to go.
0: I thought you were going to say you and you did the adult flag football league and yeah. you got picked off by all the women. No, I had I did not do well then. I no. did much better in the street uh, two-hand
1: As touch the automatic QB. Well, I did, we would do two on two. Oh, but I'd be the quarterback, Jerry, because I could direct the drive like Zach Wilson did, where. I'm rolling, rolling, rolling. I'm not looking for a receiver to come back in to get the ball, Jerry. I'm saying deeper, deeper, deeper. Whoosh, touchdown, Jerry. There you go. I hear you. I feel good for Zach Wilson's mother on Instagram. She's t- taking a lot of heat, Jerry. I thought Jerry. she took a break.
0: She's back. <laughs> Did she come back during the game yesterday or after she the game? She came back. <laughs>
1: After the game yesterday. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Big that's win timely. for the Jets. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed that.
0: The best thing about the Jet camp, yeah. no doubt, Zach, well, all that's great. Their defense, though, looks legit. Too legit to quit. You realize how many times they sacked Ryan Tannehill? Sure, I actually uh, took a note on that
1: when I saw that uh, seven times. You know how many times they hit him? Many times. 14 and and uh, five of those sacks, Jerry, were on third down. It's incredible, That's especially on
0: in the last drive. Yeah, no, they were. They look. They look like a legit NFL defense. Yeah, hundred percent, and that that keeps you in games at least. And if the quarterback continues to get a little bit better and they get healthier, who knows? Maybe they win a couple of games.
1: Yeah, I was excited for them. I was happy to see it. Even though I, I bet against the Jets and I bet against the Giants, I was happy to take the loss.
0: Which you were. And you just make sure my fader's up. I thought this was good because you mentioned the Jets and feeling good for them. Yeah. This was, so Quentin Williams had a couple of uh, sacks, a couple more quarterback hits. He was all over the place. His brother, uh, I think, had a sack and a half as well. Here was Williams afterwards. You'd love to hear this, especially I thought this came through on TV as well. First and foremost, man, the fans was electric today on third down, man. Every single third down we had, man, the stadium was rocking. And just think about the difference of the feel these games have. You know, we talk about last year, no fans in most of the buildings, not all of them, but in most of the buildings. And it really was about making sure you were prepared and you had to psych yourself up to be in that game. Man, these fans back in these buildings full, these guys feel it for sure. Jerry, that was Quincy Williams? or That was Quentin. His brother Quincy had a sack and a half, I believe. That guy, to me,
1: like w- when I was covering the Buccaneers many years ago and I fell in love, Jerry, with John Lynch.
0: Right. Well, this was, was after you fell in love with the Cowboys? Yeah, this And is before after. you fell in love with the Giants as they were winning Super Bowls? Correct. And prior to falling in love with the Jets with Rex? Yes. So somewhere in between there You've you're nailed talking the about. the timing, <laughs> exactly, Jerry, is
1: when the Bucks were making their run to become you know, the, the Super Bowl champions. Right. But John Lynch was a guy who I didn't know – But I saw this guy was in on every, I would see him involved in every play. And that's what I wrote down. I was like, who's this number 56 on
0: the Jets? Like Ronnie Lott, involved in every play you felt like.
1: Yeah, this Quincy Williams, Jerry's involved in every play. Yeah. He was flying all over the place. He was in coverage. He was hitting dudes. He was hitting quarterbacks.
0: Good day for the Williams
1: brothers. Yeah, the Williams brothers had a nice day. No doubt about it. This is the first time I'm realizing they're brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did I, not know. Yeah. I, I actually
0: was not aware of that either until yesterday. They
1: both start with the letter Q, their
0: first names. They do. Quincy and Quinnin. Correct. Do you know who's older? I don't. Are they twins? I do not. No, they don't look like twins. No. They could be. I don't know. I can check for you right I now, I think though. if they
1: were twins, we would know. Like, there would have been a feel-good story about the twins on the, the twin players. On right, the, like the McCordies, Like the McCourty brothers.
0: Right, because they're twins. Let's they see. are twins. So, Quinnen... Was born in December of nineteen ninety seven. Oh my goodness, Jerry. Quincy! I Jerry, like I them. was twenty
1: seven years old when he was born, and Quincy was born in ninety six. Oh, so Quincy is a year older. Correct. He was killing it yesterday. Yeah, how about that? And then the Giants. Uh, I it was
0: good to see Saquon Barkley getting involved, in no doing doubt. something. There's a lot of things here. Kadarius Tony involved. Yeah, you young yeah you know, so first of all, you've got the uh, what the hell is that kid's name on the Saints? Uh, the The quarterback does really a Tyson runner. Hill. So Tyson Hill, yes, not Tyson. Like <laughs> Tyson Hill. <laughs> so he's got that touchdown run where he's just running over Giants. Yeah, that And was at that point, you're like, boy, the Giants are embarrassing themselves. That was very embarrassing. But the the Giants did a really nice job in that fourth quarter, and Saquon Barkley once once I don't know what the hell the cornerback was doing on that play where Jones finds him along the left sideline, he just blows right by the guy who didn't move. And then he scores, and he was so fired up. and like, you know what? They got a shot at this. because, No disrespect, but I watched Jameis Winston. I, he's fine, but I had no confidence that they were winning that game at that point. And they didn't. And they get the two-point conversion, three-point game. like, yeah, they're winning this game. And they did. I thought the Saints
1: were supposed to be fired up. This was the first game back in the Dome, and I was going to mean a uh, big game. Really?
0: It really didn't, didn't seem have, like that, it did it? didn't
1: have a vibe of a big game? Not much
0: of one. I agree with no, you. No, right? I totally agree with you No that. buzz, it was, a, it was
1: a quiet start to the game. I'm with you. There should have been buzz. First of all, for both the Giants and the Jets and the Red Zone Channel, those first games, my, my neck
0: hurts today from dozing off. I... Don't disagree like it actually with hurts. I actually said to my producer for Compass Media Networks during the th- second quarter. I guess I said, "Is it me or are these games just? I'm just not into it. They're so they start off so boring. slow. The one yeah. o'clock games. Yeah, I know. And the Cowboy game didn't. The Cowboy game had some scoring, yeah. and I, I didn't mean that one. I meant it with Red Zone on. I was just like, eh, right. It was eh. a lot
1: of eh, Bill, because the Giants and Jets didn't didn't really get going till the second half or even Agreed. the fourth
0: quarter. Yeah, no question. Or even like even like the Bills Texans game. Now it turned out to be 40 to nothing. But the Texans <laughs> were hanging in there. They were terrible offensively, but defensively, they weren't giving the Bills much and it was like 16 nothing and you're know, like god, if they could just do something or anything. But there was nothing to it. It was just like, ugh. you're boring. <laughs> you suck. That was I, one of those
1: things too, Jerry, with the the Bills Texans. You know, prior to the game, I was looking at, I was like, hmm, what games do I want to get a little action in? Yeah. And I was like, S-, you know, I do that 17 points seems like a lot, which is what the Bills were favored by.
0: Yeah, no, it yeah, wasn't was no a lot problem. at all. No, no. And I think to bet them to win, I think they were minus 1,900. Is that right? I, it was, uh, I might be overstating it. It was some ridiculous, maybe the minus 1,800. It was a ridiculous number to make any money on the Bills to just win. So it was like, all right, why bother? But then you're like 17 points. I think I had it at 17 and a half. And I'm like, how how is Houston scoring? That was They're my not. first thought. And then I'm like, well, they are good defensively, but you know what? It takes, you know, Buffalo did what they had to do and whatever. They went for, they probably could have won 60 to nothing if they wanted to. Yeah. So but it was interesting, the, I, the, the best game of the 1 o'clock window, I really do believe, and I mean start to finish, not just the fourth quarter, because I agree with you. The Giant game was not great to watch until you got into the fourth quarter, and the Jet game got really good second half, probably more into the fourth quarter as well. The Washington Falcons game was the one one o'clock game that I thought from beginning to end was entertaining because there had to be, I mean, there were several lead changes. It was up and down the field. They were kicking. They weren't kicking all these field goals. They were scoring touchdowns. That game to me was interesting. And the Eagles did something yesterday that you say, and I don't think you're wrong. Like you got to score touchdowns, but they did have one drive. I thought just kicked the field goal to start the game. And, Listen, it didn't come back to burn them because they wound up losing late. But I did agree with them the rest of the way. They were like, "We need seven. We need seven. We need seven. They just couldn't defend Kansas City. Yeah. And so, but you know, it was it was interesting. And now, you know, week four almost in the books.
1: And you know what sucks, Jerry? The Jets. I feel like are on a one game
0: roll. Now they got to go to London. That's stupid. yeah to play the Falcons. Come on. Now, as an NFL guy, here's what I and not a not a Jet fan. Yeah. What I do like. I like that we wake up with football at nine thirty Sunday morning. I do because I'm up. I like that. That kind of gets the day off and running. So I do. I don't mind that, but I'm not a Jet fan. That would annoy me if I was a Jet fan.
1: You mentioned that uh, Falcon game. That the Falcons on television in Atlanta Disgusting. is visually. Yeah, tough I don't want to watch. watch it. It looks the field looks terrible. Couldn't I don't know what color that is. Yeah, it looks terrible. I couldn't agree more. But I found myself rooting for uh, Heineke.
0: You were a Washington fan yesterday. I was
1: yesterday. I was rooting for Washington. Okay, I'm all over the place, Jerry. I'm just rooting.
0: Yes, you're just a uh, you're basically a 2021 sports fan. Yeah,
1: I'm like a young. You don't kid, have a team. Jerry. Jerry, I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm doing all the things that young people do. I root for players. You're on TikTok? No. Oh, <laughs> but I feel like I, if I was cool and young, I would be. I suppose. <laughs> I like to root for. Winners. You winners want winners. As things are happening, Jerry, I, I hop on the Washington bandwagon. Older guy who's still cool. That's me.
0: That's what we try Older to do. Older guy that's still cool. Yeah.
1: That's what I do, Jerry. I
0: suppose. it was. Listen, it was a good day. The late games were, ugh, they didn't interest me. I don't know why. It was. You know what's funny about the late games? Did you think at any point the Steelers had any chance no. to beat the Packers? Did no. you think the Niners had any chance to beat the nope. Seahawks as you are watching that game? No. The chart. The Rams gave you nothing. Nothing, which I thought was interesting. Oh, the Cardinals look Cardinals. really good. I love know. The There's Cardinals. your new team.
1: By the way, that was odd too because uh, that was a game that I had uh, that I did a same game parlay on and won. Okay, because the, Car- it's the for you. The Cardinals were getting <laughs> were getting points. It's so weird. Well, they were on the road, and I yeah, think people really good. thought
0: that Stafford and the Rams were going to be this high-powered offense, which I did too. But they were stifled. Yeah, you mentioned so you won your same-game parlay. I'll I tell did, you my loss in a second. How, what did you win? I
1: did four same-game parlays. Okay, I lost two of them. This I've done this every week now. Right. I've lost two each week, and I've won two, so I'm always I've come out on top. Okay, so, so what did you win yesterday? So I won the. I took the Arizona Cardinals right. and the over.
0: Okay. Which that was. Oh, that's it. Just a button. two thing. Yeah, just two thing. All right. I, How I much ju- did you put? 30 bucks, $40? $20. $20. What'd you win? $71. Not bad. And then was the other one? Then I took the uh, Chiefs and uh, the over as well. Okay. And you won about 70 bucks on that too? Yep. Not bad. I had the Cowboys minus four and a half. I had Ezekiel Elliott over 78 and a half yards rushing, I think it was. And I had Amari Cooper at over 70, uh, 69 and a half Receiving yards. Yeah. Good on the first two. Amari Cooper finished with three catches and 69 freaking yards.
1: So you missed it by what? A half a yard.
0: Half a yard. Yeah.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: That sucks. Yeah. See, that's the problem with the three. That sucks. Getting too involved. I thought it was easy, though. I really did. And Now, I did not realize that Amari Cooper had a hamstring issue. Oh. Which I don't know if that happened in the first quarter, but he wasn't on the field as much as I would have anticipated him. But I thought Cooper... I don't know. I thought they'd be up and down the field with Carolina, and they did. They put up 36 points. Half yard. Hmm. That's unfortunate. What was the difference between uh, – whatever. Well, what could you was. have won? I don't remember. One million dollars? No, it was not a million dollars. I don't remember. It was a few hundred, though. Few hundred? Yeah, yeah hmm. it was. Well, that one. Nice and, and here's what made it worse. What? He had 69 yards receiving early in the third quarter. Yeah, that's the thing. Early in the third quarter? You feel like
1: he got that – like when I saw like on, the – the, Rams and
0: Cardinals going back and forth. I was like, "Mm, I got the over already on this one. Oh, I will tell you, though, I do like so. My son's 17 and I um, I'm very he'll be 17. I am very I want to always make sure he understands how difficult gambling is, because I see as some of his friends start getting into it a little bit and uh, I get it. That's that's fine. I mean, I did too a little bit when I was 17, but I also we don't do that. We'll do the fantasy stuff. So anytime I screw up with the gambling, I make it very clear how hard it is. And so yesterday, my very clear how hard it is uh, note was the Titans. He kept telling me, because if I were you, I'd take the Titans. They're a lock. So all afternoon after the game is over, Titans, huh? Lock. Uh-huh. <laughs> take your lock and shove it. They never No locks. Right, and there are no locks, you have Jerry. No idea. It is hard to do. Very so. difficult. All right, we're just getting started. Five eighteen shouldn't be difficult to get through the hour because we've got lots to talk about. Warm up show until six. Boomer and Geo then on the fan. i go away. Hi, right, Bruce Springsteen, with you on a, a Tuesday. Was Tuesday? No, Monday. Wow, <laughs> Monday morning, five twenty-five. <laughs> I just wished us a Tuesday. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I can't wait for the Yankees. That's why. Warm-up show till the top of the hour.
1: By the way, uh, Jerry, I consider last night's uh, the Sunday night game. I consider that a W for Bill Belichick. That's a win.
0: They played well. They had a chance too. A win. Uh, you know what I thought was interesting. I'll play. I'm going to give you one before we do whatever we're going to do next. I'll give you one from Belichick, which I thought was a fair question because this post game. This is post game, so they try a fifty-six yard field goal, and I know Folk hasn't missed in forever. I get it, but he's not a young guy. He's not. A, he doesn't have a twenty-three year old leg. It's fifty-six yards. It's outside. It was gloomy. The air had to be slightly heavy. It
1: was drizzling, Jay.
0: It was, and it was. I think it was only fourth and three. I thought a very fair question, and, I mean, the answer I guess you would get from Belichick.
1: Was there any consideration of going for it on the left,
0: fourth down when you kicked the field goal at the end? Fair question, right? We wait. We wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Literally, that was it. Mm-hmm. He
1: gave you nothing else. Well, he does that every, for everything. Mm-hmm.
0: But I th- I do think that that's a fair question in that spot. And sure. And while he will give you really good answers depending upon what you're asking him, there are others that are just – he's not fair. Like, he gives you nothing. So, and I think you deserve as a fan, you probably deserve – like, why didn't you think about going for it on fourth and three?
1: Well, because you can't say I don't fully trust my young
0: quarterback yet, which is what everyone is but saying. But then, then give me something. You got us. You got to give me something. Yeah, and You're right. You can't say that. But at least say, because Nick Folk hasn't missed in God knows how long, had every – Bit of confidence he was going to make that say that. So the Buccaneers do
1: win, but only yeah, nineteen
0: seventeen. Again, nothing, nothing exciting. First no. of all, I of got goals.
1: sucked in to the pregame, pregame hype, and I was like, "What's the spread?" It was six, a six and a half. Six and a half ago. Yeah, you're telling me with all of this I'm watching right now. Tom Brady, the prodigal son returns. Tom Brady's got a thousand. We'll probably throw for a thousand yards tonight. Tom Brady, the, the Buccaneers are so much more talented than. I was like, that's a no brainer.
0: You know With where I changed my mind, down, Jerry? Here's where I changed my cash. mind. When Collinsworth and Michaels were on prior to the game starting, and Collinsworth said that he was Brady was misty eyed. Yeah, The day before, and they hadn't even gone to New England yet. Yeah, And I sat there and said, I almost wonder what type of game he'll play. Like, it's got to be weird. I mean, you were there for 20 years. You won a lot. And now all of a sudden, you're going into the building. You're in a different uniform. I I did think it would. But I also thought, as the game went on, that they would find their their stride. Yeah, and they never really did. No. There's was really not much to it. That's why I count
1: that as a win for Bill Belichick. Number one. Brady did not throw one touchdown
0: pass. No, nothing. Zero. He also missed almost half his passes. hmm.
1: That's right, Jerry. And Mac Jones threw the ball 40 times. Right. At one point, I was reading, Jerry, because I went back and I had to watch the game and fast forward because I have to go to sleep. 19 complete, pa- nineteen consecutive passes and that's in a row. How about I thought you that? saw something yesterday. Between, How about that? Between
0: Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, you see the future of the division.
1: First of all, I wrote this down, Jerry. I did the math on it. Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones combined for 699 yards.
0: Daniel Jones threw for 402. 402. Yep. You wouldn't have thought that on when we were here on a football Friday. Mm, You know, here's the thing. You're right because people always thought that Jason Garrett doesn't allow him to throw. Right. The thing about Daniel Jones for his time here with the Giants, he's got the ability. The problem has been the turnovers and... They have screwed themselves in big moments this year, whether it was Washington, whether it was last week against Atlanta, like they haven't made winning plays when the game was there to be won. And so for a team that's one in three, and ifs, buts, can't, all that crap, I get it. But seriously, they could be three and one, but they screw themselves every week. So the fact that Daniel Jones threw it well yesterday doesn't surprise me at all. I just thought the fact that they came back from eleven down in the fourth quarter that surprised me. And who do the Giants have this week? Cowboys oh. in Arlington. Oh my! Yeah. So, so that'll be interesting because the Cowboys are actually playing well defensively. I know they gave up. How about this yesterday? They I mean, gave up a lot of scrub. Explain who this to me, in. though. Yes and no. You're right because they were up thirty six to fourteen. Do you realize that thirty six to fourteen with almost a full a well, full quarter to go? They rested Trayvon Diggs for body management. He was managing his like, body. They legit said, this game's over. We're going to take some guys out of the lineup to rest them. And I'm thinking, <laughs> huh? I like it. And then the Panthers go down and score. And we're thinking, all right, well, it's still 15. And then the the Panthers score. There's still four and a half minutes to go in the game. Now, the Cowboys were lucky in that. They really ran it well yesterday, and the Panthers were out of timeouts, and they ran it down their throat to finish the game, and they never gave them the ball back. But, like, you can't end the game in the fourth quarter. It's the NFL. Three touchdowns. The game's not over. So that bothered me for sure. But that having been said, Diggs has five interceptions. He had two yesterday. Defensively, they crushed Sam Darnold. I mean, they really hit him, kind of like what the Jets did to Tannehill. So the Cowboys have played well defensively. I understand they gave up 28 points yesterday, but they they really did play well defensively. And they can score a lot. So I think this game Sunday, Giants-Cowboys is going to tell us a lot about the way the division's going to go. I'm taking the over, Jerry. Yeah, which probably means it'll be 13-10. Be hold on. Wait, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. You made a deal. What was my deal? You said the entire season no, you're no, taking no. whoever plays the Giants in nope. the under.
1: No, I said until they proved me wrong. Oh,
0: so that did it yesterday? Proved
1: me wrong. Okay. By the way, Chris Collinsworth's son is on the broadcast on uh, NBC. I thought that was Saturday Night Live. <laughs> he sounds just like Chris Collinsworth. He just does. Just like him. He does. He says the same things, and he sounds
0: just like and him. He looks like him. Yes. I actually thought it was a spoof. I thought so they went strange. and found a guy that looked and sounded just like his dad. I vowed
1: to no, know, and I did. I did this all last year. I did not watch a single NFL pregame show. I wasn't having it, Jerry. Okay,
0: I did watch Boomer,
1: and uh, and, uh, and I said it again for this year. But I was like, you know what? I want to get hyped for this
0: Brady Belichick thing, so I put it on. Were you one oh, of those God. guys that saw Rodney Harrison with the umbrella? No, yeah, I mean, I, I, it, Tony Dungy is a bore. Yes, he is. I God. agree. And Breeze isn't very excited either. No. He's fine. There's nothing wrong with him. And then he's Chris, not lighting the world on fire. And Chris
1: Collinsworth's son is Chris Collinsworth Jr.
0: <laughs> Pretty much.
1: <laughs> terrible. Those pregame shows are terrible. They really are terrible. What do you want to God. do? Let me, like, I don't if you know. Were, see,
0: that's the problem. You spent all this money on the rights so you get this time yeah. to build in. How do you want to change it? I don't know Three, what else well, you
1: do. Like last year... I vowed not to watch any of the pre-games because I don't want to hear about kneeling and protest and all this stuff. Well, you don't have that this year. Right, but I but I, I, I enjoyed not
0: having the I gotcha.
1: generic talk.
0: I do enjoy, I'm not going to lie to you because I'm up early on Sunday morning. I love NFL Network at 9 a.m. I don't know why. It just gets me into the day with Eisen and Irvin and all those guys. For whatever reason, I do enjoy the 9 I watch it from like 9 to 10 then I'm off it for a little while, and then I do put Boomer on, not for the full hour, but I do put the NFL Today on for a little while, and that's it. Yeah, you know, Monday night nothing. I notice less and less
1: people, less and less players have messages on the back of their helmets. It used I to be like everybody wasn't even taking notice. Now a lot of them just have the team name. Okay, I like the ones that, that I like the ones that just choose like like something generic that goes. It takes all of us.
0: I like that one. That's the one it, I. If it takes two to tango, <laughs> I would. It takes all of us, Jerry. Yeah, I hear you. It takes us. I all. will. I will look this week. I was not aware of that. All right, we got to take a break. Five thirty-four. Yeah, uh, we got Boomer and Geo coming up at six o'clock. It is a big. We'll call it a winner Monday. That's right. We haven't had many of those. It's a winner Monday here on the fam. Very strange dream overnight. I want to know. You want me to wait for the podcast or do it? Ask you what you think of it now because we still got to do the Yankees. We have the one more show. We got like 15 minutes left. Do the Yankees do it on the podcast? Yeah. You got to remind me, though. Dream in the podcast. A very, very odd dream. That's a good tease, Jerry. I almost died. I could have died. I could. could All right. So, yeah, so
1: you die in your dreams. You really die in your bed. Well, I'm here, so
0: I didn't. Well, then you guess because you uh, but almost I didn't, died. But I didn't. Right, but correct. You didn't. I came through.
1: All right. Well, that's a good tease for the podcast. Has, then, to, Jerry. Do with, has to do with a car,
0: <laughs> a bomb. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, and a lake. Wow, a car, bomb, and a lake. <laughs> yes. So please remind Check me later out. on the podcast, it's the
1: Alan Jerry post game podcast. Uh, Google it and find <laughs> it wherever you get your podcast, including the Odyssey app. There you go. I was happy to see Ken Singleton announced his retirement from broadcasting. Jerry, he is seventy four years old. Thank you, Ken, for doing the right thing. And and still step- on top of his game. Yeah, they're like,
0: "What if we begged you to do another
1: year?" No, I he's like Ken Sing- I like Ken Singleton. I'm, I'm I'm glad that he went out on his own terms. Me too, and I'm glad he went out at 74. A young 74.
0: They don't have he anybody is a young 74. like. How about
1: this, Yankees? Get a player who didn't play
0: in the 90s for like. Well, they're probably still playing.
1: No, I'm saying the <laughs> players who played in the 90s oh, are they, not Oh, so they said they didn't
0: play in the 90s, I thought you said. No, I'm saying someone Well, they have. Uh, they have Paul O'Neill there. They have so, David Cohen there. they played
1: in the 90s.
0: Right. So I said so if they played okay. the 2000s, they, in the 2000s. Are, they might still be playing. 21 years. We're in
1: 2021. Well, who do you, well, they
0: had Rivera there Friday night. What would you think of him? Bore. <laughs> Absolute so, so bore. So they did what you wanted. Yeah. And you didn't like him. Hence why Ken Singleton oh, still nice. has the job. By the I'm so glad you brought that up because... If you go back to, I agree, if, it wasn't great.
1: He didn't. I actually want to. I want to go back and listen to Mariano Rivera. Yes, I, I am convinced he didn't even know anything about the players he was being asked about. That's possible. He gave the most. Oh, he's a very good player. D- generic. So, Ken Singleton, thank you for stepping aside at 74 and let a nice young man take over. Like, I'm sure they'll announce somebody who's in their
0: late 60s to take over. I don't jump. know about that. I mean, I think, I mean, What's again, doing? you've got David Cohn. Okay. You've got Paul O'Neill. Right. So, those guys, guys aren't, that... but they're not 60s either. Right. I mean, Paul O'Neill is not much older than you and I. Well, Well, he's not.
1: Paul O'Neill? I I guess no, I mean
0: he's gotta be in his early fifties, right. right? Yeah, I would think so. He's still in the prime age of broadcasters, I would say. Yeah. So I so here would be the question: Who would you want from the Yankees? Who do you want, Mark Teixeira? No. Do you want a Rod? A Rod would be a good one. You're on the Mark Teixeira. I'm just. I mean, you're no, me you're right. I don't you want know. Jason I, Giambi. I got to look fun. into it. Right. I got to look into it. And again, you brought this point up, and I think you're dead on about this. You're talking about a generation now where the money got so stupid. Do you you really think you're going to get a guy that made a hundred or more hundred million dollars or more to want to do the grind no. of being a TV analyst now? You're right. It's not that you're easy, right, Jerry.
1: It is a grind. Uh, this Geo Urshela made a catch yesterday, Jerry, where he went running for a foul ball, caught it, and then fell into the dugout with the umpire, right? Of the ra- and then yes. <laughs> With that Joe West um, and the umpire went tumbling <laughs> in, which didn't really get talked about.
0: Well, but the, but the video is out there on yeah. social media. Oh, he
1: flipped right over the he umpire turning. Yes. Uh, and then I think he melted it a little bit. Gio Urshela when he came out limping all the way back to the Yankees uh, dugout. Oh, look at me. I'm like Jeter.
0: Yeah. Except Jeter was bloodied. Is that right? He did that. I'll never forget. He did that against the Red Sox. That catch when he went into the, you know, into the head stands first head the stands. first, made the catch. And I was actually filling in for Beningo overnight that night. I was taking calls from Yankee fans that were telling me that Derek Jeter was acting selfish. <laughs> He's gotta have more self preservation. Yeah. We need him. How can he go out and get injured on a foul ball? I, I was like, I like, mean, like, this guy's giving you a hundred percent every step of the way. I couldn't believe it was one of those nights where you figure the night's easy. I think, if I remember correctly, the Yankees won. Maybe they lost. I don't remember. But he makes this amazing play, and you're thinking, "This Yankee fans are going to be psyched. And it went the complete opposite direction, where they were like he was being selfish. Pretty funny.
1: Then I saw Aaron Boone went running into the raised dugout to get to see if urshela was right I, if i was the raise i'd be like get out of our dugout!" <laughs>
0: well he didn't do it on purpose it wasn't out. like no. they walked into the dugout and asked for a cup of coffee no no i would have i would have not let aaron boone in my dugout but like he's fine yeah.
1: get out get out of our dugout
0: you suck I'll get le- out i'll let the trainers in here but no aaron boone then you would have had a brawl a real brawl a bruja. you could have had that a bruja Jerry. It was a weird weekend, though,
1: for the Yankees. It was, because they looked like are terrible Friday, terrible Saturday.
0: crushed on Friday and yeah. Saturday. I know, and
1: I was watching. Some dude I never heard of, hit two three-run home runs
0: in the same game. You're talking about Brandon Lau. And then he had a third home run, didn't he? You really never heard of him? Why am I asking you? Of course not. I don't, I don't know I'm who that is, Jerry. You do, but you if you watch a little bit, you would. You really would. The short porch. They had a guy, at one point, they had Nate Lowe and Brandon Lau on the same team. Low and Lau? And it was spelled the same way. L-O-W-E. Is that right? Yes. Low And one was Lowe, one was Lau. Correct. Low Lau.
1: Then I thought... Um, I think I, th- I have those names right. I thought Gronk kind of wussed out. <laughs> not that he playing. didn't even make the trip? Didn't make the trip. That's New England. Put on a flap jacket or whatever they call flack jacket, whatever they call those things. <laughs>
0: yes, Rib protectors and get out He also there. had a punctured lung. Whatever that means. <laughs> He's got a punctured lung. I don't know what that means. Maybe the rib punctured the lung. He might not play for a couple weeks, but I'm with you that he should have been there. Yes. At least at the very, at the very least, be in the suite right. and let him put you on camera and either get booed or cheered.
1: Or be there for Brady. I Put agree. on a
0: mink coat. I do not disagree with you at and all.
1: Stand on the sidelines. Will they
0: do their thing sitting by the uh, the little swimming pool this week Were and they, have their conversation? Is that what they do this every week now? I don't know. Oh. Last time they did it, it was by a swimming pool by the Bucks facility. Oh.
1: And I did see uh, Katie Nolan actually had a good tweet. I'm sure many others had similar things about the very brief hug. That Brady and Belichick had, which is after more than I game. expected.
0: Actually, you didn't think they were going to hug. We talked about this last week. It was quick. You actually were even wondering if they would even have any type of encounter. Katie Nolan tweeted that it looked
1: like the type of hug that you give a guy at the end of a date when you know there's not going to be a second date. Sure, gone. Yeah. But then I guess but they had a... But
0: that's Belichick. Anybody that thought you were getting yeah, anything more is out of their mind. But then
1: I guess he did go into the locker room. Right. He, he chased down Brady uh, into the locker room, and they met for like 20 minutes.
0: What have we always said about Belichick? Man meeting. Belichick is not the guy you see at these press conferences. And he's not the guy you see publicly out in the middle of the field. I'm telling you, he's he's just a weirdo with that stuff. For whatever reason. I'll I, when I, Again, producing for Joe... When he was supposed to have Parcells on, believe it or not, back in the day when Parcells was supposed to be the Pro Bowl coach, and then he backed out of it, and then Belichick took over for him, because he was the defensive coordinator at the time, and decided uh, he was going to be the head coach, so Joe tried to, you know, I shouldn't say that. Joe wasn't going to get Parcells on. Once Parcells backed out of coaching the Pro Bowl and Belichick got the gig and stepped in for him, we tried to get Belichick on to where he said he would come on but didn't know when because of the time difference. 5.02 in the morning, the phone's ringing, and it was Belichick. And he called in live, and he could not have been nicer. Now, I know I know he's called in in the past. Ernie Acosta picked up the phone, who used to produce for Joe and Evan, and he tried to say hello to him, and he was like, is Joe there or not? <laughs> <laughs> I did not have that experience. Mine was very pleasant with Belichick the one time he called, and he couldn't have been nicer. So I don't And Craig always tells the stories about playing bocce ball with him and what a different guy he was. So But he doesn't remember Craig. And so he says. I don't believe that.
1: I saw the interaction. I don't believe like that. I him.
0: don't believe that. Didn't look At like the very moment, him. maybe, but I'm sure he would remember if you actually Explained it to him. I suppose, Jerry.
1: Uh, Monday Night Football tonight, Jerry. My L. A. Chargers, one of the many teams I root for.
0: Against. The and that game starts
1: at eight fifteen. How much eight. of that? So I'm you not going to see? see. I'm going to see. It then, <laughs> I'll see that the next morning. Right. Uh, and then tomorrow night. So no Yankee game tonight, Jerry. They play tomorrow night
0: in Boston. Sure, you're not going to watch the Knicks Pacers tomorrow night. No, no preseason basketball. No chance. You know the Nets played a game yesterday. They played the Lakers. At three thirty on a football no Sunday, with the final day of the baseball season, no one's watching that. I think that was on the Yes stream only, <laughs> on the Yes app. I know. Uh, Garrett Cole, Jerry. We expect big things from him tomorrow night. I. I'm, what do you expect?
1: You need eight innings from him.
0: No, but seven. No, but see, this this again comes back to our conversation. You're not. He's not. He doesn't need to guarantee a win. He doesn't have to go out and throw a no hitter. But Garrett Cole has to go out tomorrow night and give you six or seven innings of, like, one run ball. That's it. Go pitch like an ace. Now, if he gives you eight scoreless innings, oh, Jerry. well, that is great. But this comes back to our conversation last week. You're not asking him to go a perfect game, but you got to pitch like an ace pitcher, and it can't be 4 nothing in the second inning tomorrow night. It better not be. Yes, exactly. Exactly the point, Al. Exactly. Do
1: you think we're going to walk in here on Wednesday? With a Yankee win, what's that? I said. Do you think we're gonna walk in here, Jerry, Wednesday at five a.m.?
0: Well, after a to be fair win. To be fair, I thought the Yankees were. I really thought they were gonna sweep Tampa this weekend, Mm. so I was on the Yankee bandwagon. I can tell you right now, my pick will be Boston. Oh no, that can change between now and tomorrow night. As I sit here today. I'm taking the Red Sox. Wow. Yeah, I know. And I don't know why. It's just a feeling. Whoa. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, however, though, an Odyssey Sports Minute brought to you by Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. Her name is Amy Lawrence. His name is Tom Brady. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of
1: WFA. All right, we've got a couple
0: more minutes. Yankees win. They'll play the Red Sox tomorrow night at Fenway. Giants win. Jets win. And that's called a winner Monday, Al.
1: Jerry, do you like uh, Taysom Hill, or do you find him annoying? I
0: find him annoying. That said, hell of a couple of runs.
1: Yeah, but that was was that a hell of a run or terrible tackling by the Giants? Well, I think it's
0: both, but I don't think that the terrible tackling happens if you're not running as hard as he was. I, every time I
1: see him do something good, yeah. I think that's what people wanted Tim Tebow to be. Yeah, I, you're right about that. That fella.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. It I was never tr- used properly. I don't trust them to throw an accurate, deep ball downfield. The only thing about it, though, and they used him again around the two-yard line or the three-yard line. I forget where it was. It's like once he comes, you know he's getting the ball, though. Right. And I'm not—we don't watch it enough. Perhaps they I use do. him as a decoy, but it seems like anytime he comes in—and maybe the defense isn't aware— that he's actually there. Maybe that's part of it. But it's like watching it on TV, you're like, all right, well, he's going to take the snap and he's going to run right. Then uh, the
1: other thing, last night watching the uh, Patriots-Bucks uh, game, somewhat on the Patriots, I can't remember who it was, the wide receiver who they had to throw the ball once. Right. And then they had him attempt another uh, another pass. And now Michael just keeps going, he was a high school quarterback. Yeah, Jerry, you were a high school quarterback, <laughs> too. Doesn't mean I could throw in the NFL. <laughs> oh, my.
0: That is true. And plus, it was freshman year. I mean, let's he be honest. Was, right. He was a high school. Anyone could throw a football if you're a football player. But can you throw it with precision? No. That's right. Exactly. You know who
1: was a good thrower, Jerry? Walter Payton. Was he? Oh, a couple times. The, the best.
0: The couple times the Bears had him throwing bombs. Um, That's right. I don't know that I ever remember him doing that. Oh. I'm, I'm sure WFAN you do. you were probably a Bears WFAN fan back then. One hundred one point <laughs> nine FM HD one, New York, an Odyssey station. The fan is on your smart speaker to listen to the home of New York sports. Just say,
1: "Hey Siri, play WFAN."